everybody, and welcome to a very extra special episode of the Two Plus Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Larpeter, joined by in a, the non-interim Jacob Williams and the interim Jacob Williams. So this is it. This is finally the episode where Two Plus Podcast earns its name. There are two plus people now. There, it's, <laughs> There's it more means than two. Something now. <laughs> we, yeah. We've reached the, our all, peak. All those questions we always get <laughs> it's about, only like, hey. From here. <laughs> All those questions we get about, hey, why is the podcast called Two Plus Podcast? It's finally happening. There's been there's more than two people in a single episode. Yes, the so, first time our namesake has come true. Yes, and it's also <laughs> it's the first time that Jacob and other Jacob are meeting each other. It's true. Yeah. Jacob and Jacob have met finally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now there's no longer like a Jacob and a replacement Jacob. It's like I don't know what what y'all want to go by for this episode. <laughs> I'll go by Maddie, Jacob. Maddie and pre-Maddie or Jacob and post-Jacob. I don't know what you want to go by. I'll go with pre-Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'm pre-Maddie. Can you Somehow. be pre-Maddie and I'm still post-Jacob? Oh, smart. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm pre-Maddie, she's post-Jacob. Yep, it won't that's be perfect. confusing at all. No. It won't be confusing at all. So the first thing I wanted to start off this podcast talking about. Excellent. Okay. Last time we talked on this podcast, um, me and Maddie. Yes. I believe Maddie was just about to embark on a journey where she and the cool kids would would come to call the DCP. Oh, which is the Disney College program. Oh, Disney College program kid, huh? And she's just now <laughs> returning. Big Disney College program kid. Big Disney pro. Yeah, big DCP kid. Yeah, yeah. So, I was wondering what you would say was the worst part of the experience and what made you hate Disney forever and then what was the best part of the experience and made you say, "Man, I'm coming back next weekend." Um, I would say the worst part of the experience was the experience. Oh, um, exciting. <laughs> well, there's this running joke that uh, DCP doesn't actually stand for Disney College Program. It's Disney Closing Person, which means <laughs> oh. pretty much anytime after 6 p.m., the entirety of Walt Disney World is run by people like 22 and under. Really? That's good. That doesn't sound like child labor. <laughs> 22 and under is a healthy, healthy range for children, yeah. but the idea is there. <laughs> and uh, For like the people in the park, like, all the kids in the park. I mean, that's like that old John Mulaney bit about having the horse watch the dog, right? Like, how much more experience does the <laughs> right. college intern have than the than the person visiting exactly. the park? Exactly. <laughs> the amount of eighteen-year-olds people run to asking for help is it's startling. So <laughs> uh, we don't know either. Yeah, I had a buddy who did the same thing. I don't. I don't know what part of it you did, but he was in the. Um, the cooking and like ho- one of the hotels and that's all he did the entire time he was there it, he said it was probably the most miserable experience he's ever had <laughs> um i worked in the big candy shop um in magic kingdom on so main street oh, main street yeah. usa baby the confectionery so i did like a mix of like registers and stuff and mm-hmm. then also making candy and candy apples and that sort of thing that so, sounds you know. really fun could you eat the leftovers yeah oh really Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I have a new dream in life. I figured Disney would be a no-waste kind of company. It's like, we're either going to resell this or we're going to throw it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, consumers like get nothing. E- no waste or absolute waste. <laughs> right. You know, like, burn it so that people don't get it for free, you know? Right. It's like Maintain the hat. price of the... <laughs> so there was a lot of times when we would have just, like, a bunch, a bunch of waste, we would... Like pile it up on the counter and say, okay, take what you want. Like you can't clock out. So you take four apples home with you. That's amazing. And then some days they would say, no, it all has to go in like our food waste bins, Mm -hmm. which they claim goes and gets like processed and it runs buses and stuff. Sure. I don't really know. But so is that like one of the kids nicknames was like food waste bin and he got all the extra. (laughs) So yeah. Hi, I'm food waste Ben. (laughs) And this is my story. My respect for Disney has raised 
probably a percent from hearing this. That's actually, I'm very surprised to hear that. <laughs> My respect for Disney grew when I learned that they built the Magic Kingdom like 10 feet above grade and built a bunch of tunnels first at, at ground level and then poured dirt over. Like, that's so cool. Do you want to know why my respect for Disney has grown several percent? This is, this is unrelated. This is some AV insight from my current job. Every single bus and transit, any piece of transit vehicle, anything ever, go-karts, buses, anything, have what is called a core nano. Not to get into specifics, but it's essentially a computer on board that perfectly tracks every bit of location, which is why all of their times are so perfect for all their transportation. It's because they constantly are bouncing back and forth given all the update data. It's very, it's very, it's very expensive. Each one of those is like a $4,000 piece of technology and every single bus and go golf cart in that place is equipped. <laughs> My respect for Disney transportation went down a lot when they opened the Sky Skyliner, what, what's it called? The Disney Skyliner. The Disney Skyliner. Shut your mouth. My respect for <laughs> Disney went down so hard when they opened it because I'm a big fan of gondolas. Gondolas are one of my favorite forms of transportation. Big gondola okay? guy? Yeah. <laughs> big and, gondola guy. Yeah, so, and, I'm, and I'm picky. And to open a gondola ride in South Florida with no AC is one of the worst transportation decisions I've ever heard of in my life. So I've never ridden a gondola and have Shame no idea you. what I, I know what a gondola some people is, call them sky no, trams mm, i still have not ridden one. <laughs> i know what a gondola is i just don't have the experience to to comment on the experience yeah. <laughs> i love if you go to like medellin like they're part of the public transit they've got buses they've got trams and then there's also like up the side of the mountain part of the public transit loop is like a sky gondola and there used to be one this is the thing that bothers me okay we're gonna get a little little obscure here for a second <laughs> For the 1984 World's Fair in New Orleans, they built a gondola across the Mississippi River. And they also had a monorail so for the what, World's Fair. So, so what happened to it? They were supposed to be integrated into the public transportation system afterwards. The whole reason they justified the cost for it. Yeah. And what happened was that not enough people rode it. So then like two years after the fair closed, they just tore everything down and got rid of it. Distasteful. Disgusting. That's, Can you believe it? No more highway in the sky. I know. Yeah. Like it's the transportation of the future. You get to travel by cable. Like, come on. That's what everybody come was on. looking for. That, that was that was the future. Yeah, It's like an aerial streetcar. Like, how do you not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was perfectly thematic. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I guess, a monorail, do you want to know a fun little Disney monorail fact? Of course. That was, that was my whole 10 months at Disney. I just learned fun facts the entire oh, ooh, time. Oh, nice. So there is no monorail purple at Disney anymore, and there never will be again, because there was a monorail crash, and somebody died. Um, oh, not on, on site? Yeah. Oh. Did they almost never let that happen. Did, yeah. Did they cart the body off before they declared yeah. him dead? I can't comment on that. Is anybody oh. here a doctor? Meet us at the gate. Meet yeah. us at the gate. But yeah, apparently it was like a, a CP, like a college program person that was driving it. Oh, no. Um, it's just, it's been like driving 15, it? 20 years and it crashed mm. and that, you know, college program person died and now yeah. they've completely wow. retired the color. You can't make merchandise with anything on it. So. Oh. Yeah, you'll never wow. see. Why were they letting monorail? a kid drive the monorail? That's a good question. Why isn't that a computer-controlled thing? Well, I mean, it's got to have like a person for like emergency. Someone yeah. to blame if something goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they still have yeah. people that. That's why they did the college program, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Someone you can fire without feeling bad, I guess. Right, right. Yeah. Someone without experience or a job. Yeah. <laughs> we're disposable. Yeah. Well, listen. That's what the that's exactly what they did. College, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> disposable college program kid yeah something like that <laughs> wow that was good that was, was really good listen that might be that's the joke of the podcast that was a really good background <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go <laughs> then we all right won't that's be it too thanks plus. for this, everybody <laughs> <laughs>
No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, my respect for Disney transportation went down a lot when the Skyliner opened. Also, because like, what a waste of a great name, Skyliner. Awesome to go with like cruise liner, ocean liner, and mm-hmm. to just not like to waste it on an like open air gondola in South Florida. Like, are you kidding me? No, <laughs> disgusting. But every time I complain about like LSU parking, my plan's always like, you got to be like Disney. You put all the parking somewhere far away with like consistent transportation service to like do a central not, hub on campus. Do not give them instruction to make it somehow worse than it already it is. It would be so much better. It if would all, not. If all the parking was down in like the cow pasture lots. And you had like a monorail to like the student union where you could rent or park your bike or scooter there to go around campus. Parking on campus would be so much easier for commuters. But but you have to close Highland and Nicholson through campus. And that's the part that the state will never allow. Yes. Yeah, that and can there you should imagine be no cars the thousands on of campus. kids showing up every hour and having to get off at their scheduled class times rather than Disney, which is that constant flow. That's, you that's have the one hour checkpoint hard well, it's every stop. 30 minutes actually. Cause yeah. like a lot of classes are offset, I guess. but <laughs> it, yeah, but you'd have the capacity for it if you planned it right. And if you close uh, Nicholson and Highland through campus, like don't even let faculty park on campus. The roads are purely for people and personal mobility devices. The roads mm-hmm. are for decoration only. The roads are for decoration. Well, they already are. <laughs> they, I don't know if you look at them. They really <laughs> already are. They look like they're up and to they like any sort of And not, not yeah. good decoration. <laughs> <laughs> got some holy roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in Rome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that that I think. If, is there anything else you want to mention about the DCP? You only mentioned the the bad stuff, so I feel like that was that an accurate representation. I mean, I still had a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was like, ah, like working in a little candy store, like make yeah. cotton candy every day. Like that part was fun. Was the candy good? I guess. How much, how much Dole Whip did you have? We don't do Dole Whip there. But you didn't go to the, any of the other oh, perks. Oh, like eating yeah. them, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not really exclusive to. How many times did you ride Test Track? That's so funny because I have to. Zero. <laughs> okay. My roommate and boyfriend, I guess maybe boyfriend and roommate, that should have been that order. <laughs> for, the, for the look for, that he for, just yeah, gave for, was for the audience, scathing. Is, for, the, for the online audience, he is in the room listening. <laughs> we have a live studio audience yeah. who um, actually worked at Test Track. Oh, sweet. So, Best ride at Disney. It really is. It's my favorite. My favorite for sure. It's not his anymore. Really? Well, if you have to see it 87 times a day, yeah. I can't imagine it's very fun. You know, Disney, and this is crazy, Disney actually specifically plans test track maintenance around my dad's visits to Disney World so that he couldn't go for like 25 years to ride test track. You mean test track prevented by Chevrolet? That's the, that's is, the is whole still? official title. Still? Oh, yeah. What was it, GE before? I, heard, I know they lost some. Well, I mean, General GE Motors owns Chevrolet, but the, they, the sponsorship changed, didn't it? Mm. You, since the opening, it's been... Interesting. Inter- yeah. I didn't know so, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> General Motors has been partnered with Disney for a long time, but it's always been, it was World of Motion first, and then it was General Motors, Motion Way, whatever it was, and then it was presented by Chevrolet. So it's been the same company, like sponsoring the ride throughout, but it's sponsorships never changed. Well, I guess cool. that's so, fair. Chevy yeah. and was GMC a, are owned. Same which, yeah, G- yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. GM I, owns both. But, yeah, yeah. Um, that was interim Jacob in training, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> He's my understudy. Yeah. It's just because I know at Epcot, they, they have a sponsorship issue sometimes. At Epcot, a lot of stuff turns over. I mean, we're still waiting on. Did they finally turn down the innovations? Oh, yeah, that's gone. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, were my favorite part of Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> like, Epcot was my favorite. The one that place was open. Was in, innovations West was the one that was open. East was like closed, but like it had a lot of cool exhibits. I just, yeah. It was like a cool like museum of the future, you know? Yeah. But, Pretty much everything at Disney is sponsored now. 
I mean, well, even yeah. um, like the confectionery is sponsored by like Mars Candy. So everything oh, we have is uh-huh. M&M's and Skittles and that sort of thing. Fair enough. Even That's the, the problem. fireworks so, this, shows. The problem is the corporatization of Disney World is really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it, it was, it was, such, it was such an independent organization before. It was such an independent generic thing before. <laughs> and now all these big corporations are coming into Disney World and it's just it's it's lost its charm I bet you know <laughs> yeah. the fireworks are all sponsored by uh, Pandora Jewelry mm, really so yeah like every day it's like welcome to Enchantment by Pandora Jewelry let me tell you this Bob Iger he's a good CEO he's that, that's that's smart you know like yeah yeah you know outsource all of it <laughs> yeah. hey listen that's smart you get to retain more of that profit and listen that foot traffic is like it's smart for the company shoot to do it yeah too. if you can I mean, afford it <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, all the drinks are Coca-Cola, and they can afford it, you know? <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> they have money? That's crazy. I, yeah, more, more than Pepsi, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a real struggle to wrap your head around. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, Test Track, so when, when my dad first, the first time my dad ever went to Disney World, he went to Epcot, he wanted to ride Test Track, and it was, like, a couple weeks after Test Track opened, and it was closed for technical difficulties. <laughs> mm. So then he went back again, like, 10 or 12 years later, the first time I went, and we went to Test Track, and it was being closed for, like, rebranding and renovations. Good Lord. <laughs> and then the, the second time and the last time I went to Disney, we went, and we stood in line for, like, two hours for Test Track. And then it, there was, like, thunderstorms and rains, mm-hmm. and it was, like, rain delay. And, like, and we stood in line for two hours with the ride not running. <laughs> and, like, the line in front of us thinned out. And then he finally got to ride Test Track. Oh, I was going to say they yeah. were purposefully delaying because they had some yeah, faulty valves. They didn't want him to get in on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> These are strategically broken valves. Yes. You can't, you can't come in. Right. So, yeah. But <laughs> Test Track's definitely my favorite ride. Um, it's a good one. I don't like roller coasters, so, but I like speed. So, I, like, Test Track's the perfect ride. I do like opinion. all of them, but the la- I went two times when I was almost too young to remember anything about it, which was, well, no, I've been three. But, yeah, <laughs> I've been three times total. The first do two I have, times do I, have an I was applause too young button? Oh, man, I don't, I don't have an applause button. Wait, how many times did you go? Three times. <laughs> okay, so Bob, I need an applause button for our audience. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but the first time I went, I was way too young to remember because it was more for my parents than anything else. And then the second time I went was with uh, Dutchtown High School Science Club in middle school. We still had to finance like ninety-five percent of the trip, but they're like, "Oh yeah, you just pay a fee at the beginning of the semester, and we'll go to Disney." Except you have to pay for your flight, your lodging, your food. Your <laughs> great. That's how they get you those fees. Shoot, yeah. So I barely remember that, and then. We we went one time the year after because my brother was finally old enough to remember everything. So at this point, I was way too scared of roller coasters to have made any good use of that trip. Like I did fine, but anything with a, a loop, anything like that, like a rock and roller coaster, off limits. Terrified. <sighs> what I hate about rock and roller coasters, you can't see if it has any loops. So like I never, <laughs> I never dared to try it. <laughs> see, my parents just lied. Even though like after being in line for like an hour, they have like a warning like audio that comes on. It's yeah. Like if you're uncomfortable with dark spaces, high speeds, and upside down loops, you should not ride this. <laughs> if you have Aerosmith. a problem with Steven Tyler specifically, yeah. oh, like, wow. uh, no one else in the band, just Steven Tyler. If he yeah, makes you uncomfortable, three, please leave. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I was like, hey, mom, that audio just said upside down. And she's like, no, it didn't. So my mom actually invented gaslighting in like That's 2008 crazy. in Disney's Hollywood studios. The crazy part about that is you're the gaslighting's crazy. not a thing. Yeah. yeah, gaslighting's not even a thing. You're, you're being crazy. Yeah, that's right your crazy. Oh yes. my god. Yeah. <laughs> See, my high school had a STEM club, and we went to Silver Dollar City in Branson to mm-hmm. ride roller coasters. Except we got there and it was snowing, so Silver Dollar City was closed. Mm. 
That's. But we did stop by an antique shop. <laughs> oh, now that is science. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Carbon date the furniture. It was, actually, it was actually a really fun trip though, because we just like played hide and seek and tag in like this massive cabin like the whole time. It was actually really fun, that but like we didn't sounds... get to do any of the roller coasters or anything. Yeah. But oh, um, and we might have gone to Dixie Stampede. I have no I idea what that not. is. You, you know what Dixie? Yeah, Stampede. yeah. You don't know I've what the Dixie Stampede Branson. is? How could I? Sorry, possibly it's, been it's Dolly Parton Stampede now. But I know I have no idea what this is. It's Dolly Parton's big dinner show where you go, you eat like a whole rotisserie chicken with rolls and a soup. I don't even know what drink out of a bowl with no spoon. And there's like this like like a north versus south like horse trick show happening oh. in front of you. Like, have you ever heard of like a medieval times? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like a medieval times, but cooler. Oh, and with better food. Interesting. And well, that's not a as high more bar. Racist. Yes. A little more. Well, normally the North wins. Every time I've gone, I think the North won. But well, historically, but he's still holding <laughs> historically, it's a little more. Let's say problematic. Historically, <laughs> historically, history historically they won. Yeah, yeah, historically they won, and I can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be like like stunts, or it'll be like uh, jumping through flaming loops, and then like and then there's a flag, and it's like oh, the North won that one, oh, the South won that one, and at the end, whoever gets like the three flags first wins. Mm. You're just watching, you're eating, and before that, they've got like a banjo and. And southern music show where you get your drinks beforehand. It's oh, really wow. cool. It's it's worth going. It's a little pricey now. Where is this at? They have them in like Pigeon Forge. Oh, or, I've actually went Branson, to Branson, like touristy places. Yeah, yeah. So they got mm. one in Pigeon Forge. Um, I was and well, and you can go. Have you never been to Dollywood? Nope. Wow. I've never I been to Dollywood. Oh, I, I'm not I a well-traveled individual. Man, it's, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm talking the to world. the Disney tax bracket. Like, we <laughs> yeah, sure, like, sure. We went to like Dollywood, and you know, <laughs> sure, because Disney's <laughs> the only vacations that we've ever been on that weren't Orange Beach. Well, but. like <laughs> Dollywood is like a Dollywood is like a theme park that's Dolly Parton themed. Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot cheaper than going to a place like Disney. Shoot, you know? yeah. And uh, and uh, so my favorite rides are log flume rides. So that's why Splash Mountain's like one of my favorite rides. Rest Sorry, it's not Splash that anymore. Mountain. I know, but but it's I'm a fan of the redesign because they're redesigning it after like the best Disney yes. animated movie ever. So I I'm excited to see some New Orleans in there. You know, yeah, because oh, like yeah. you go to Disneyland, they've got a whole New Orleans Square. You know, they've yes. got a whole part section of the park named after New Orleans. Yep. And what's what's Disney World got? Like the Port Orleans Resort went nonsense. You got to pay to go and get no, no. I'm excited. Let's get some more. Let's get some I more. I hate New to Orleans. break it to you. You have to pay for everything at Disney. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot coming through. But it's additional. It's additional. Honestly, the fact we've mentioned Disney so many times might mean we can't post this podcast. You're honestly point. not wrong. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Fire me? Yeah, I can't do that anymore. Mm, copyright. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't say Disney nowadays. I mean, probably, probably not. It's just <laughs> free advertising. <laughs> So I had a couple things I here. You I had wanted... some choice things to say about the program. Is it advertising? <laughs> Honest advertising. I, I do well. have some other topics for us to transition to. So this isn't the Disney podcast. Sure, sure. Um, which is what the D and the P stand for in DCP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this Disney College pa- podcast, maybe. But um, last time you were on the podcast, yes. you hadn't seen Last of Us yet. No, no, and I, I still you still haven't it. seen. Have you seen? Did you watch Last of Us? No. But I did watch the Hot Wings episode, no, Hot Ones episode with Pedro Pascal. So we have an HBO together, and you didn't watch The Last of Us? I watched Ethan play you the video it, right? game once. <laughs> <laughs> I also played the video game once. <laughs> oh, man, I want to talk about it so bad. Okay, I next know, podcast. I apologize. Then. Okay. I don't. This is a couple months old. Mm-hmm. But uh, are you on TikTok? You watch TikToks, yeah. You watch TikToks? I don't have a TikTok, no. You watch Instagram reels of old TikToks? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you see the, all the stuff with the gaming presidents using the AI voices? 
Yo, yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. We talked good. about this last time. Yeah. Have you not seen this? <laughs> what? With like Biden and Trump and everybody playing there's, there's Minecraft together. Now where if you put in a couple like words, the AI robot can recreate anything you type into it. So people have been doing it to make like, it started off with gaming presidents where it'd be like, yes. oh, what if Biden and Trump and Obama played Call of Duty together or like Minecraft together? <laughs> oh and then it became just full on like sitcom stuff. Like there was a, my favorite one, there was an ice cream truck debacle where like Biden buys an ice cream truck because it's his lifelong dream to have an ice cream truck. And uh, Trump and Good Bush and Obama help him out with it. But then they run into Bill Clinton. Who, who claims he owns the street with his ice cream truck. So then they have an ice cream truck off on who can sell the most ice cream that day. And it's like, it's really good. I'm pretty I sure was I played like say. a computer game like that in yeah. middle school once. <laughs> and there was, a, there was another episode where like Bush has the, so Obama, Trump, and Biden are making an omelet for a, uh, a cooking competition. But Bush has a poem recital at the same time and he wants them to go to it. But the, the owner of the bar where the poem recital is happening is Dick Cheney. <laughs> and he's trying to sabotage Bush, and it's like, <laughs> oh, and the competitor at the at the food competition ends up being like Rutherford B. Hayes or something. Oh my god! <laughs> but like they're they're so good, they're so good. I was gonna say the the craziest one that I had seen to date was uh, I say the craziest, it really wasn't even that weird, but it was a probably a ten minute video of Michael or uh, Jordan Peterson explaining to Joe Rogan bionicle lore. <laughs> <laughs> Just ex- everything to do with like a specific subsect of bionicle lore. I was like, AI has truly peaked. <laughs> this is honestly, this is the future. Like, it really is. Who would have thought it would have been that the robots creating the like the poetry and the art and the humans still doing the menial tasks in the future, right? Like that's. <laughs> you say that I've been yeah. using an AI art generator for the past exactly. couple of weeks to draw kind of things because I have no artistic yeah, I can't talent. Draw who who, who would have thought? You know? I know, and it's still humans that like Taco Bell and Wendy's. You know? <laughs> I did Some see, of them. Um, like a TikTok today, literally as I was on my way here. Um, it was AI using um, like different songs as if they were sung by other artists. Yeah, they do yeah. it with Kanye so, a lot. I can't remember what it was, but it was like a, a Queen song. But what if it was sung by Michael Jackson or they had like Bruno Mars singing an Adele song? And it's crazy how like accurate it sounds. It's pretty good. The only ones I keep seeing are Kanye singing all these love songs. And yes. all the, all the, com- all the comments Kanye. are always like, man, if Kanye just would have sung like this to Kim, she wouldn't have left him. Like, all the comments are always mentioning <laughs> And that was it. That was the only problem. That was yeah. the only thing that could have gone better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was gaming presidents. That was the topic number two on the mm-hmm. list. But, um, Checkmark. I wanted to, I wanted to talk to you all about this phenomenon. And I keep I keep reading about. Okay. Where, you know, people like Elon Musk, right? Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Bezos. Who's that guy? Yeah, uh, he, <laughs> he opened a little mom and pop sells books. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was a character created by Bo Burnham. Yeah, well, no, well, it's, it's funny. His parents actually named him after that song. Interesting, yeah. interesting. So he's um, a pretty young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Younger Inter- than the Bo Burnham very song. Very impressive. Yeah, but gene- <laughs> but he's got so much money, he, he he genetically had himself look older. Oh, gotcha. That so, makes yeah, sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, Stem cells, whatnot. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, he was too young to get a divorce, so then he, he had to age up a little bit for the courts to side with him. But um, Without a parent's permission, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. he had permission so, to get married, but divorce, yeah. out of the question. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can be a child bride, but not a child divorcee. <laughs> the accuracy to that statement is... Ooh. So, I've, I read this thing where billionaires, like, these people, they all wear the same clothes every day. It's always like t-shirt and jeans every day. Mm-hmm. And that the reason they do that is to avoid decision fatigue, 
where they have to make so many decisions every day. Their life's just easier if they don't decide what to wear that day and wear the same thing every day. I, like same thing with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't decide what to eat. They have a chef that decides for them. Yeah. And I was wondering what y'all thought about that concept just in general. They're like, man, this person's so rich, they get tired of making decisions. Like, what kind of... Yeah, so... <laughs> what future did we end so up So that in? sounds ridiculous. <laughs> right? I, I Like, I understand to a point where you would just want the same uniform every day because who in the world is going to say anything about what you look like with yeah. billions of dollars in your account? But, but imagine I want to eat what like... I want to eat. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, <laughs> I'm poor and I get tired of making decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't really say I blame them. <laughs> but imagine like justifying it by being like <laughs> to save my energy for my important business decisions later today. No, I'm not. It's like just say you don't want. Just say you you don't want to decide. Yeah, Why say you it? have enough money to get someone <laughs> yeah, to decide like, for you. Like, <laughs> what, what, like just the the like. No, no, feel bad for me. I've got so many decisions I have to make in a day that I can't. I couldn't possibly. Yeah, but that's eighty percent of what being rich is nowadays. Anyway, is talking about being an outcast and rich people problems. The amount of complaining, right. like uh, the what was it, Kylie Jenner's show that she did pretty recently. The entire first episode of that show. See, was I haven't just kept her. up with the Kardashians. I have that not either, but I saw something about this <laughs> sure. the other day. And it was just clips of her complaining about how she was like an outcast when she was a child because the rest of her family was so famous. And then she was, yeah, yeah, right. And then she grew up and she still feels like the outcast because now she's so famous no one wants to talk to her. And so that first whole episode was just her complaining about being so rich and famous that she can't relate to anybody. See, I was going to say that I'll never forgive Kylie Jenner for what I'm about to complain about. <laughs> but the second, on the, but as I thought about it, I thought, I don't know if I, if I just haven't she didn't thanked tell her Kim enough. to stay with Kanye. It was terrible. Because like, Kanye didn't sing to her. Yeah, re- keep, <laughs> up. Yeah, keep up. Jacob. She could have begged. <laughs> Do y'all remember the Kylie Jenner lip challenge? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? The amount of girls that showed up to high school with just like bruised lips from that. Like I was like, I'll never forget for that. But I was like, man, it was really funny though. I don't know if. Why did you I'm... take that personally? Yeah, I'll never forgive her for some... this thing that I've never been affected by. Some well... girls that I know, definitely not me. That's, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, just because like it's impressionable kids that you're influencing with this sort of thing, you know. Well, there was also the Tide Pod challenge, which arguably is much much worse. Not that any influencers or specific famous people influence that decision, but so, there are much worse challenges that have existed since. I, <laughs> my, my roommate actually worked at Procter & Gamble last summer oh, as an intern. No. And he was talking about like how clean the facility is. And I was like, well, yeah, when you're in the food industry, you have to like, be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can always kind of tell how... Uh... I don't know what kind of scale your public school was on. I don't know if yeah. we were all public school kids. I but was, yeah. I was. That checks out. Like what challenges were popular, especially at like your middle school? Like was it like the cinnamon challenge or the... Cinnamon challenge for sure. That was the big one everyone kept referencing. Sure. I don't know anybody that actually did it. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, no one did it. We had art like we... Yeah, went, nobody yeah. did it. <laughs> <laughs> That would be crazy. See, I, always, I would watch YouTube videos of it and be like, oh, I could totally do this. But we didn't have cinnamon in the house. So like, how was I kind of... I think I'm going to go home and try it after this. So, we had... I, I knew a lot of people who do like the chubby bunny challenge with the marshmallows. Yeah. But like, I went to a small public school. So like, our challenge was like, hey, five bucks to stick your hand in that anthill right there. Like, while you're at oh, lunch. You know, like, those were like those. our stuff, you know. We had a kid like that that I was friends with in high school. You could tell him to do anything for money and he would do it. There was one point in time where he was like, hey, bro, five bucks. You go dig that chicken patty out of the trash can and eat it. Ate the whole thing, five bucks. Wow. What, you're describe, like, what you're describing, though, is just just the American economy. Everyone's yeah. doing something for a certain <laughs> amount of money that they find acceptable. Hey, you know? he, he you would do it too money. for a check, yeah. and he yeah. made some money. Yeah. 
from me. <laughs> and that kid now, Jeffrey Bezos. Could you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> Different one from the name one, so, oh, the one no. named after the song. No, he, believe it or he, not, he, he used he used the money to start a little book delivery system. <laughs> So yeah, decision fatigue. I just I don't know. I don't know if I get it. But um, did y'all okay? Another HBO show. Did y'all watch the menu? Yes. You watched the menu. I was going to, and then someone watched it without me, and so I haven't gotten over it yet. It's very good. I'm not gonna lie. It might be the best movie that I've seen in the past five years. Wow. At least my favorite. Maybe not the best. Better than the Mario movie. It's. Honestly, the Mario movie, if it's behind, is not behind by much. Okay. But I, the, the menu is really good. The menu. <laughs> really good. <laughs> <laughs> the menu was really good. But you haven't seen the Barbie movie yet this year. No, I have not. Yeah. I have not. So, is it out? No, no. It comes out in like a week or something. Oh, oh it's like <laughs> Shocker. I haven't seen it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm oh, saying you have to save space on the to, top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, you haven't yeah, seen yeah. the Barbie movie okay. yet. I'm so, excited like, for the that's Barbie fair. movie. And I'm excited. I'm really excited for Oppenheimer. I'm really excited for that too. Really Killing excited for Oppenheimer. Is fantastic. Well, I just love the story of Oppenheimer because that man, what the government did to that man is shameful. So like to have him come into the spotlight again and you know, like have his story told on like such a big screen, I'm really excited for. Yeah. And I'm excited for Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> but the menu, the menu might be, it's, my, it's probably my second favorite Ralph Fiennes movie. What's your favorite Ralph Fiennes movie? I really like Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, that means I need to watch it because I haven't a, seen a whole lot of stuff with Ralph Fiennes in it. Like I know he was yeah. Voldemort, but it's not like that was a huge range for him. Yeah, I also so, I never saw the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> right, so. I've never seen the ones that had Voldemort in them. Yeah. I watched the first two or three and then got burnt out because yeah. the books were so much better. So I I don't know really anything with Ralph Fiennes in it. That might be the first movie I've ever seen with him, and it was fantastic. Oh, really? Grandwood Post <laughs> Hotel is really good. Um, it's a Wes Anderson movie though. So have you been seeing all the trends about like? Uh, like the Wes Anderson videos basically on TikTok and Instagram reels now? Mm-mm. I have. Like you have. So it's what, like, I'll, I'll send you one. It's, it's Wes Anderson's the director of Grand Budapest Hotel. So. Okay. Do your homework next time. Uh, yeah, you should. Good. Honestly, why didn't you come prepared? But, but neither one of us watched uh, the, the, the Last of Us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the mic picked any of that yeah. up, but. <laughs> <laughs> my, my problem with the menu was that it made a rock look delicious very early on. <laughs> Dude, I would have eaten that I looked, rock. I looked at that rock and I was like, that. That, that's a good looking rock. Like, yeah. how did they do that? I like that boulder. That's yeah. a nice boulder. Not a boulder. It's, it's a rock. rock. <laughs> that's all I can contribute. Sorry. Honestly, but, I would say that majority of the food in that show just honestly, I wanted to what, eat the breadless yeah, plate. The breadless yeah. plate looked good. It looked really like, good. And that's the problem. <laughs> but like it's it had Ralph Fiennes, amazing. Mm-hmm. Anya Taylor Joy, incredible. One of my new favorite actresses after um after I saw her in Peaky Blinders. I have not watched Peaky Blinders, but she was incredible in uh, Queen's Gambit. I need, that was, that, the menu is what is inspiring me to watch that show. And also, not to tie this together a little too nicely, but she voiced Peach in the Mario yeah, movie. I was say <laughs> that. Yeah. Yes, she did. She did a killer job. And it also has, uh, what's his name? Leguziamo. What? Who? The, the guy that played the washed up actor in the menu. Oh. John, John Leguziamo or Leguzamo. Leguzamo? Huh? Leguizamo. I Leguizamo. I don't know how it's pronounced. I, I, I don't think either. I only know I, that from an epic rap battle of history. Of I only know it when I'm reading it, and I don't know it from memory. But not to tie things together even more, but he played Luigi in the original Mario movie back in the '90s. So, oh, like, boy. if anything, the menu is really just like the it's the, the, <laughs> the prequel, the prologue. To, it's just a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. They all died and went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers! <laughs> wow. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Either. <laughs> 
there's a lot of people in that movie so that that what there you're saying is not very inclusive so yeah it, it's 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 still it hasn't spoiled much i don't think it, it but, really um, honestly hasn't because most of most movies it's like the important thing is the destination but i i'll be honest that movie journey, was about the journey the journey is <laughs> really good um it was great also um Oh, my next bullet point was we went to Branson, not Disney, which is something <laughs> we've already mentioned on accident. Yes, um, yes. Did y'all watch the Super Bowl? Uh, time for me to admit that I am not the jock of the podcast once again. I know. So you miss, was it, we mentioned this last episode, I think. I think we might. Yeah. Yeah. Actually me. I'm the, I'm the jock of the podcast again since uh, someone over here quit powerlifting. Yeah. Return me to the jock of the podcast status. I but, didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I was sitting next to people who clearly were because I was in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that was good. That's exciting. Um, and at the time, two of my roommates were from Philly, so I Ooh. feel like I you, felt did your like house I did. survive? Barely. Mm, that's good. They're traditionally not very peaceful, especially after a loss. Win or lose. Yeah. I, they might they might have made a bigger mess when they won seventeen. <laughs> like definitely would have. <laughs> yeah. Um what about the World Cup back in December? Yeah, because uh, yeah, big soccer guy. <laughs> no, if I didn't watch the Super Bowl, I definitely didn't watch the World Cup. Not that I don't have respect for soccer. I know it is the world's most popular sport and good God, it's impressive what those athletes can do on the field. It's just not really my cup of tea. I saw this great, speaking of soccer and or football, depending on where you're from, I saw this great, it might have been a TikTok, where it was like this long-distance sprinter and this soccer player were running on a treadmill side-by-side at like the same speed, like they're, they're maxed out at like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 25 miles an hour or whatever. But you can clearly tell which one's the sprinter and which one's the soccer player because one of them is just like running in a straight line on this treadmill and the other one looks like they could change direction at any second if they yeah. wanted to. Like it's crazy the difference <laughs> that the sports I was going to say, is do. there any other option than to run a straight line? Yeah, yeah but like the sprinter <laughs> just like arms narrow in the straight line and the other one's like arms are still wide and like hips are ready to like to dodge if they need to just because that's how they're used to running on the soccer pitch. So yeah. like it was, just, it was just really interesting. You could clearly tell which was which from the video. And then the caption like reveals like, oh yeah, no, the one on the left is this one. And it's like, oh yeah, that's so obvious. Like look at the video, like, you can tell. Well, like, I'm glad I'm right because it looks pretty obvious yeah. to me. <laughs> um, I've got a bit of a weird story here to pivot. Oh, okay. So I had this. I, I want to know if y'all ever had something similar happen to y'all. Mm. One of the oh, RAs in my on campus. Uh, my mother's calling me. Why is my mother calling me? Um, one of the RAs in my building on campus. Uh, I think he was from China. But he, mm. he was handing out. So he did the thing where, like, he sent a letter to the president and got like the boilerplate response of like, "Thank you for your letter, so and so." Like, yeah. I'm hard at work to fix the American economy stuff. But he was handing it out to every <laughs> single person that came in the building. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Like, that's why. I, he was like, th- he was like, look, it's got the date and my name on it, and that's President Biden's signature. And then I found out later he gave me a misprinted one because the next time I walked through. Uh, he gave me another one that had on the back was a letter from Trump. He had mailed Trump like two years ago and gotten a similar letter. Huh. And he was very proud of it. He was handing it out to everyone. It was very, I didn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, everyone gets these letters. It was just really, really endearing, like wholesome. This kid was so happy yeah, that the that president it, of the United States had like responded to him. That Biden certainly was not the one to hit copy paste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering if you ever had anything similar like that happen to y'all. You know? <sighs> Honestly, not really. I think the closest to being recognized by even a pseudo celebrity is there was a point in time uh, that I played a game called destiny two and there was a YouTuber that did destiny two content 
and I was in one of his live streams, and I asked him a question, and he responded. And that is the closest I've come to getting a letter from the president of the United States. <laughs> that's basically the same thing. Yeah, that's, honestly, that's there. <laughs> one time, one time, I tweeted about the Jonas Brothers, oh. and then and? the Jonas Brothers read that tweet in like a YouTube video where they're like, "Jonas Brothers yeah. read tweets." And that's they, actually by that's far real, the best that's story. Very cool. And I didn't even know about so somebody sent me it like on Twitter. Wow. So I'm like, hey, this is you. Almost a better reveal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was like the three of them read it in the video? Yeah, because I had made a, a tweet that basically was like... Was it like mean tweets with Jimmy Kimmel's what you were, they were reading? <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like it was more just they reacting because um, it was right after the Jonas Brothers had like gotten back together a couple right. of years oh, ago yeah, and yeah. did on their tour and I was like, well, now that they're all married, is there even a point in going to their concerts <laughs> if none of them are going to fall in love with me? And Joe Jonas read that. And then I can't remember if it was him or Nick said, well, I think the music's pretty good. <laughs> and then like a few months later, I did go to a Jonas Brothers concert. Oh. And it was pretty good. And you did, did you follow up the tweet? Being like, update. I really I did. Went. I was like, update. Yeah. It was worth it. I don't think they noticed, but that's okay. Wow. So I think this kind of, this beggars the question, right? Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Jonas Brother? So I know this is a controversial take. Is it the fourth one? <laughs> it's actually Frankie Jones. Yeah. Um, I, I was a Kevin girl. Which I know. That's disturbing. If you know anything about Jonas Brothers lore? Um, That's lore. kind of very weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of yeah, universally. It's the, it's the Jonas Brothers that, IP. He's the one that had his reality TV show with his wife in Texas, where they had the ranch. Married anyway. with Jonas, of course. Married with Jonas, yeah. Well, okay. I barely know the name Joe Jonas. That's about the extent of my knowledge concerning really? the Jonas Brothers. I was not very that, much. But that's only because you liked JoJo uh, Bizarre Adventure, Adventure right? yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. The same time they overlapped. Yeah. <laughs> but so growing up, um, I was always the youngest sibling, youngest cousin, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. when like little girls get together and they're like, okay, this this celebrity's mine, this celebrity's mine, like, that kind of thing. So my older <laughs> yeah. sister's like, I want Joe Jonas. And my older cousin was like, I want Nick Jonas. So I was always kind of left as default Kevin. So he's kind of an acquired taste, but as he's gotten older, let me say for the record, Joe Jonas, I'm sorry, but Kevin is my favorite. If you're listening, the man is aged like fine wine. <laughs> really? I would have thought that as people got older, Nick Jonas would have become their favorite. I feel like Nick mm. Jonas was everybody's favorite when we were younger. Probably so. I feel like he had the most spotlight of the three. Right. Well, well, when he, he, when like he went solo, he was. Yeah. What? Joe was always the lead one. That's what I meant. Sorry, I got Joe's distracted. the one I always heard. <laughs> I was thinking about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Can't get it off the brain. Yeah. <laughs> See, in 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 my circumstances, every time I had like a favorite something or a favorite toy or like a favorite color, my little brother's first response was always just to mimic me and be like, oh, that's my favorite too. That's my favorite too. Yep. So it's weird to hear you be like, oh, I don't want to pick the one that like, you know, my cousin's already picked. Because oh, like for me, I was always being copied. It was very annoying. See, I gained your mentality. Like I, it, it, even now, if me and my friends are playing a game or something, they go with one route. I'm like, all right, guess I'm going something else Oh yeah. because of my brother, the same way yours yeah. did. Because a lot of times we would have differing opinions, but the times he copied me, be like, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> Little girls are also just vicious. They're like, you can't pick Joe. I already picked him. Yes. Same thing with like <laughs> One Direction growing up. It was just very much like, it, it's a cutthroat world having boy band favorites. <laughs> but then at the same time, I also like just very much wanted to be different from my sister. Like mm. I remember one year for context listeners, I was like a dancer for a long time. So like 14 years did all that good stuff. One year, like right before dance registration, me and my sister got into this giant fight. I was like, oh no, if she's <laughs> doing dance, I'm not doing dance. I'm like, you've done it like every year for the past six years. 
I said, cancel my subscription. <laughs> and so for the one Get year. Get me out of there. <laughs> the one year I didn't do dance because my sister and I got in an argument. And it was Take the one year that we did like a Disney themed recital too. Not to tie it all back in. Wow. I was so pissed. <laughs> I'm not a part of this life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Had to leave that behind me. The grizzled veteran. <laughs> And then next year, just when I get out, they pull me back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, dance, it's a cutthroat world from what I hear, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know anything about that, but I'll take your word for it. I, it's like any, I assume it's like anything where there's like kids performing, where there's like, there's going to be like a soloist and everyone wants to be the soloist and they hate the person that gets to be the soloist or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Well, I guess yeah. that's fair because my girlfriend, now my ex, um, from her little sister was, I went to a couple of recitals of theirs and every time she got a solo, her parents were like, yes, yes, yes. And then every time somebody else got one, they're like, yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's a lot like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, and they, they made TV shows out of, like, Dance Moms, right? Oh, yeah. Like, that's a whole thing. Oh, like, the, yeah. there's, there's enough drama to make a reality TV show oh, out of, apparently. Yeah. There so. are several people from that show that have made careers out of just being present on the show. I mean, JoJo Siwa still exists. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and, and has become friends with more and more celebrities, surprisingly. Yes. Like, the amount of people I'll see, like, an Instagram reel of or something where it's like, I know this celebrity, and they're like, oh, I'm here with JoJo Siwa. I'm like, what's going on? It's amazing how much the influencer cloud has just become a thing. Like the amount yeah. of influencers that can meet with any other influencer just because of a certain amount of subscribers is insane. Mm-hmm. And us peasants down here at sea level. You Dude, know? I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. When this podcast <laughs> takes off, I don't know y'all anymore. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're all in the same podcast. <laughs> all right. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that you are a child at heart? Mm. In what way? Just in general? Just in general. You still play video games, you know? Yeah, I do on occasion. If your friends were playing tag, would you join in? With mm. childlike whimsy? Or, or maybe hide and seek. Maybe hide and seek's a little well, I, better we on, the, on, on the knees. We were big on <laughs> infection when we were young. If somebody Which was, is just hide and tag or like hide kinda. and freeze, isn't it? Like Pretty much, pretty much. What? But it, was, it yeah. was once you find somebody, they're now seeking with you. Oh, that's just, that's just tag. Yeah. No, no, no. But no, I mean, like they—they they were able to tag as well. Yeah, that's, Normally, that's tag, isn't it? No, no. We played a game like that too. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called now. Not infection. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty pertinent now, but it wasn't ten years ago. <laughs> and that's this game's how called COVID coronavirus. <laughs> This game is called COVID. <laughs> Dude, the, ki- the kids these days might legitimately come to like yeah. call games that. <laughs> it would be pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'd like to see that turn around. Because as, when it becomes a joke, it will become less serious. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. that's ever been joked about has become very funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. No, no. Yeah, but those are two things of the same thing. <laughs> it's going to keep going. Yeah. Maybe it's in my best interest to give it a rest. I don't know how deep this hole is going to go. No. I was you're just standing up here watching. There's a point where are I can see. Are we going to cancel the, Jacob today? Yeah. Oh, is it, is there's this a point it? where Finally? I can see the light in the yeah. tunnel disappearing. <laughs> Interim Jacob understudy. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's on the out. <laughs> There's a moment in the tunnel where Jacob stops. He turns around and sees the faded light of the entrance, and he has to decide whether to keep going forward or, or turn back. He's like TikTok stars, like keep going. No, I made a mistake. We just saw Go that play on. out. Like, yeah. Great, great TikTok song. But would you consider yourself a kid at heart, Manny? I feel like yeah. Okay, because the reason there's a follow up question. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a part B to this question. Excellent. 
When was the last time you skipped instead of walking or running? Did you see the video about the dude walking past the kid who was skipping and then he goes and he skips all the way home? No, I have no, no idea what you're talking about. It's oh. very funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to say there's been this like recent uptick in videos of adults who have like forgotten how to skip and they're trying yeah. to like, relearn how to skip. How do you forget how to skip? When was the last time you skipped? Years ago. You think you could do it on command right now? Yes. <laughs> I don't think you could. Could you prove I it? I played football for four years. You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's you a very skip-heavy skip sport. Instead of running, yeah, well, you never it's walk on the field. It's the, it's the dynamic warm-up every day. It's yeah. an A-skip. Yeah. And also, like, you never walk on the field. So, like, sometimes skipping is a little easier. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, a little bit, of, little bit of bounce. Yeah. When was the last time you skipped? Like, on purpose? Yes. No, <laughs> no on accident. No, like, her foot, her Oops, foot I caught. tripped into a skip. <laughs> <laughs> what whimsy your life must be filled with. <laughs> Just going to, to face plant. Oh wait, I saved myself. Well, I <laughs> worked in the out. most magical place on earth. Like, and did it make you? And skip? you skipped. I think skipping is kind of a requirement. Really? But you did you? Kinda... But did you? I did. Okay. Well, good. Did I put it on a calendar last time I skipped? No. Oh. But. Not a real skipper. Yeah, not a real. I mean, I mean, listen. Where's well, the us, boat? Us skippers, like, we track our skips. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this man's got an Apple Watch app just to track. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We're going old school. It's on paper. We're going it's, with a log he's book. Got pitch, pitch counter for every 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 <laughs> jump of the skip. <laughs> When's the last time you skipped? Uh, I think when I wrote this topic, I was like, I haven't skipped in like ten years, and I skipped through PFT at midnight to get to the door, and I was like, hmm, still got it. <laughs> It's like riding a bike, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of bikes, I have look. Last one, couple times ago on the podcast, I gave you a great business idea, mm. and uh, you didn't seem too keen on it. You know, um, oh boy. You remember my wet sock delivery service ideas? Oh no, we were very much in on this idea. Oh, I keep telling people like like mixed feedback. I got a better idea. What's the worst part about riding a tandem bicycle? Uh, the super long chain. Okay. When the person behind you is not doing any work, so okay. you have to do all the work in the front. I would say. Mm. <laughs> well, you got that, a glare on that one. That was an analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. In my opinion, the worst part about a tandem bike is that the person in the back's kind of screwed. All they can do is pedal and hold like static handlebars. Like, what are they? Yeah. True. But the person in the front's got all the control. I want to reintroduce democracy to the tandem bicycle. Okay. okay. The person in the back should have a say in which way you turn. Okay. <laughs> I want a tandem bicycle where it's probably going to have to be electronically controlled to, to make this happen. But I want both handlebars to have to agree for the wheel to turn. Mm. Hey, you want to turn right? Okay. Maybe maybe I decide if we keep going straight or if we turn right. Because <laughs> if they don't agree, you keep going straight. <laughs> well, if I you won't. don't agree, do you keep going the direction that you keep the going front straight. is controlling? No. You go straight. If you want to turn right, you both have to turn right. You want to turn left, you both have to turn left. Okay, but if we're mm. going straight and the person in the back turns right and the person in the front doesn't, don't they still have the control? No, default is straight. Mm. Interesting. It's, so what you, if you're careening there, that off is sort of a veto somebody power. has bad uh, reaction time? You're saying there's kind of a veto power there, but both people have it. Because if you're in the back and you want to go straight and the front person's trying to turn, you're going straight. Mm. So okay. straight's just the default state. I, I think a per, the person in the back of a tandem bike is always getting screwed. Like, what's the point? See, what I want, and in, in this is instead of your idea, is instead of okay. electronically controlled where both people have to agree, both people have full control over the wheel. And that way it requires an excess of skill to ride a tandem bicycle and What you're describing is, is very much like the car in the Cat in the Hat live action movie with Mike Myers, where yes. they all got a steering wheel by the end of the car scene. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> yes. As with every invention that was, should ever be invented, it should come from the Mike Myers it, Cat. Yeah, originated. I need the cupcakeinator. The amazing <laughs> cup. I'm so excited. <laughs> Make um, it look like a bloody accident. I'll get you. Cat. The only quote in my head is, honey, it was ruined when, when she bought it. it. <laughs> uh-huh. Dirty ho. <laughs> Baby, Which I'm couch, sorry? the clean one or the horribly stained one? <laughs> that that movie is one of my, I think, one of the funniest movies of all time. It's got to be top three funniest I've seen. It for is, sure. and and I instantly know whether like whether I'll get along with someone, whether or not they enjoyed that movie or didn't, because it is. There's people who saw that movie and were just like, I hate it, and I was like, I do not understand you, and I never will. Dude, that was my ex. She would talk nonstop. Your like, ex every was time. Cat in the Hat. No, no, she was but, Mike Myers. Dude, you really fumbled the bag. It. Hated Bro. Cat in the Hat. Really? Hated the character or that like, movie? Was, like saw trailers and stuff of the movie when she was a kid and was terrified. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some kids were scared by it. But terrified. like watching it again now. No, no. She watched it with me again. Hated it. Really? Still. Yeah. What was her thoughts on Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Didn't show her. Uh, well, her that's like definitely the... not her humor. Really? I, I can tell you without having watched it that she would not have enjoyed it. I don't know. She's Maybe she, man. Yeah. Let's see if she asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> she's my ex damn it I yeah. didn't want <laughs> um, to dogs too it's just red flags all around <laughs> oh, what a tragic existence to be allergic to dogs do you think she'd like cat in the hat but whatever like allergic to <laughs> yeah um, I was wondering how your little Wolf of Wall Street club was going pretty good actually we haven't done too too much since the last time we talked because the competitions for the semester had wrapped up but we have uh, we just had our meeting with all of the new freshmen and sophomores for this next semester uh, so I got a chance to meet all the newbies before we go into our competitions for next semester. I love how so, vague this is. So I just, um, well, I've just, so I saw, I could tell from the look on Maddie's face that she has not seen or listened to the last podcast episode yes. yet. So no. there is a club at LSU. It's not really a club. It's sales team. It's a community. It's, yeah. Well, kind of. It's a lifestyle. Have, it, oh, clubs yeah. at LSU have to go through this weird thing. We have to draft a constitution and make all these rules and it has to be approved for certain Chat things. GPT has to draft a constitution. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> But uh, we, he didn't want to go through all that minutiae and whatever. So it's essentially, it's a group of sales students, marketing students that have a focus in sales. Uh, and you go and you do role plays where you sell a product that has been predetermined to a sales associate of the product that you're selling. And then you get judged by a panel of uh, professors from other universities on your performance uh, of your sale based on several benchmarks and a rubric and stuff. And so... And yeah. ABC, always be selling. Always be selling. Um, but I just recently made captain of that team. And so he was asking yeah. about that and asking how it was going and pretty good yeah. so far. Honorary Jordan Belfort. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what we were saying is that like at the beginning of every meeting, they start by watching the Wolf of Wall Street mm-hmm. all, all the way through. Start, and then, the, yes. and then the, and then they followed by watching it again at half speed in case they missed anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last, yes. last episode we were joking. I was like, here's this Wolf of Wall Street fan club, but obviously always be selling <laughs> ABC baby. Yes. Yes. Um, I had a weird experience the other day. Mm-hmm. So I was flying to I was flying to New York, and I connected through Charlotte. And I had a rude Chick Fil A experience. There's no way. Was it an airport Chick Fil A? It was an airport Chick Fil A. Because I feel like all laws yeah. are suspended. It was in the an Charlotte airport. airport. No, okay, yeah. no, no, I'll say this: I've never been told my pleasure at a Chick Fil A ever. Okay, because the ones in the student union don't say it. BS I have two or three. In the student union, they don't say it. Yeah. But Maybe not to you. In the Charlotte <laughs> airport, 
I always so when I go, I got a plan when I walk talk to any cashier, right? Because I'm like, this is what I'm gonna say. I practice it. This is what I'm gonna say, and then I go up and say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at Chick Fil A, I'm always like, I want a chicken sandwich, no pickles, with large fries, right? And then if I'm feeling, if I'm if I'm you know, maybe it's a cheat week or cheat month or something. Frisky, yeah. I'm like, you know, I want a vanilla milkshake too, but with no whipped cream, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so Save I go up. Calories. To, I go up, and I'm like, right. but I but I don't know if a milkshake is part of a Chick Chick Fil A meal. Because I don't want to drink. No, but right? they'll charge it to you, and I think they just add the like excess of a soft drink to it. Right. So, so I was like, I get up to this, um, you know, it's at Charlotte Airport, and I'm like, hey, I want a chicken sandwich with no pickles, with large fries, with a, and she interrupts me and says, you want the meal? And I was like, well, I'm, I want a milkshake. I don't know if that's part of the meal. And then she was like, oh, we're out of milkshake. And I was like, okay. Well then, I don't want the meal. I don't want to drink. I just like you. Just let me tell you what I want. And you can yeah. decide if it's a meal or not. Like I don't right. know. <laughs> like interrupted me. They had no milkshake, and like the milkshake machine was working. It was one of those. You know, they were they were pulling a McDonald's. You know, um, yeah. And it, I mean, it was like 3 p.m. It wasn't like they were closing. Like, yeah. I, you know, that's the other thing. I went to the LSU dairy store the other day, and I was like. Because it was, you know, I was in classes. I had to stop and pick up something at PFT. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't been to the dairy store all semester. I haven't been to the dairy store in actually, I think, two years. So I was like, I want to go. I want to get a milkshake. Okay, I walk in and I'm looking. I'm like, oh, there's they have vanilla ice cream. I'm like, hey, sweet. Can I please get a vanilla milkshake? And they said, oh, we don't have milk and we don't have vanilla ice cream. And I was like, okay, bye. I guess and turn around and left. <laughs> I was like, they had vanilla ice cream. I was like, looking and at it's the... also it's the dairy store. Yeah, <laughs> that's your job. dairy milk? store. You dairy store milk? no milk. You don't have milk. <laughs> I've just been getting rejected on milkshakes all like all all month. Maybe Dude. that's a sign. Yeah, I don't know what the sign is, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign I need less milkshake. Hey, I tell you this. though, if you're looking for a milkshake, look no further than Andy's. It's right they, there. So do they have like custard milkshakes? Then? Yeah, they have. They, I don't get their milkshakes uh, because their concretes are so much better, but they do have a couple milkshakes, and I've heard they're fantastic. Like they do a birthday ice cream or like a birthday. Something birthday cake milkshake. It's what is a concrete? They take ice cream, soft serve, and they blend it with ingredients of whatever your choice is. I get the nutty waffle crunch, which is just like peanuts and uh, crushed up waffle cone. Go, it's delicious. I think you should add that as a sound effect. I know that was a really good. I'm, not, I'm isolating that. Flip <laughs> <laughs> it. I also have the rim shot, but um. Yeah, that's we're gonna we're definitely gonna need that. Set. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking a couple hours ago. I went to Benny's and I, and I drove past Andy's and I was like, I wonder if Andy's has milkshakes. Mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a fan of milkshakes, but Chick Fil A has such reasonably priced milkshakes. You go to most places, milkshakes like five and a half dollars nowadays. Yeah, I, I don't know the market ice price of milkshakes, cheap, man. Tell you about but ice the ice cream, cream is so much cheaper. Oh, True. tell me about ice cream, dude. Did you see that Little Debbie is like collaborating with Bluebell to make all kind of Little Debbie flavored ice creams now? Oh yeah, I did do, see that. Who's like a it, fan like, of oatmeal cream pies? Like, do you like oatmeal cream pies? Andrew? Nah, no? I'm a big fan of uh, fudge rounds. Did you like uh, zebra cakes or Christmas tree cakes? <sighs> zebra was okay, but it was really. This conversation is not for him. <laughs> okay, we would get we get strawberry me me we would you. get strawberry shortcakes and zebra cakes, and it was like I'd eat all the strawberry shortcakes first, and then it'd be like oh, I guess I'll get a zebra cake. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's crazy to me. Zebra cakes would by and bar my favorite, but I won't judge you too harshly for that because okay. I, I like will. most little debbies. So they are now making, and I've bought two now at this point. When mm. during Christmas, I bought the uh, Christmas tree cake ice cream, which is probably. The best ice cream that I've ever eaten in my entire life. And just yesterday, I bought the oatmeal cream pie. Okay. Uh, vanilla ice cream. Good 
Lord. Can you make the sound again? Gah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me get in there. Gah. I don't don't know. I feel like I should be... Like we should be bleeping that out. I don't know if this is we can. We got the TVMA guys. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, truly, some of the greatest ice cream I've ever had. If either one of you has any interest whatsoever, I really advise you go and try it. This is uh, has been the Disney and Bluebell sponsored podcast. I, there's so much free advertising going so much on. Free on advertising. I, I I support love. the advertising of Bluebell though because it's my favorite ice cream company. Bluebell is so good. That homemade vanilla is the best vanilla. Do you guys remember yes. that so whole good. listeria mm. outbreak when there was no bluebell? They, they did. Yeah, I, they and, they, and it was a tragedy. And that hit. <laughs> I was that just hit, reminiscing. That hit. That hit right around the same time that romaine lettuce got scarce, and yeah. I was like, "We're losing everything." Yep. Like, I, I was not in on the romaine lettuce. I wasn't in those circles. It, there was like I for two in years. Grocery store, so I heard about all of it for two years. It was kind of <laughs> hard to get a Caesar salad in a restaurant, yeah. and I was very sad about that. Yep. I do have to go back to one thing though. You said their homemade vanilla is. The yes, you had the natural vanilla bean. No, you, okay, so that we have a problem we need to remedy immediately. Uh, homemade vanilla holds no candles to natural vanilla bean, it is so much better. Are they cannibalizing their own market? I don't care, they're cannibalizing me as a market because if they didn't have natural <laughs> vanilla bean, I'd be buying homemade they're, vanilla. They're, but they, they have, have natural vanilla there's bean. There's like monthly presentations <laughs> at the Bluebell headquarters, and they're like, We're at a hundred percent of the Jacob Williams market. <laughs> We have reached the 7,000 in the United States. Tests well with Jacob Williams. Yeah, tests, yeah. tests well with Jacob Williams. As a fellow Jacob. Bluebell's great. Because I always would compare it to like Blue Bunny and like, you know, all these terrible, like, yeah. and their vanilla doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't taste like there's any vanilla. It just tastes like a fla- flavorless ice cream. Vanilla's a flavor. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's you only know? one that's even close and it's uh, Breyers, Briars, whatever it is. That was the only thing that I ate in while they were having their not to bring it back to, to disney but mm. briar like like splash mountain like throw them in the briar patch or i genuinely can't remember how it's spelled right now uh. so but the ice oh cream no is it's not spelled like briar like, like briar rabbit yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah no it's uh that was the only thing i could eat when bluebell had their listeria outbreak i was like this is the only That's vanilla the ice only cream food he eating. ate for <laughs> months <laughs> for two years struggled through this man had to buy several freezers <laughs> He didn't need to buy a freezer. He just, just went and bought a, a gallon every time trash. I ran out. <laughs> <laughs> he worked at a grocery trash. store. It was fine. But it, I mean, that's the sort of thing that made me realize when I create my like fallout shelter, like underground, like when the world goes crazy sort of place, probably I'm going to need to stock. I'm, I'm going to need to stock up on Bluebell. Uh, probably shouldn't keep Why? dairy for multiple years during the apocalypse. Yeah, if it's frozen. What if I there's mean, no electricity? Yeah. I'll have my own electricity. But what if you don't? What if I, that's a weird what if? Okay, what if I? All right, so I, <laughs> is that a weird that what if in an apocalypse? I think well, that's a reasonable apocalypse. Like, what? So, so the what if is what if? Sorry, in I an didn't watch The Last of Us. <laughs> what, <laughs> what if in well, an apocalypse? Get you, so. Yeah. <laughs> what if in an apocalypse I have an underground fallout shelter with my own power generation, but the power generation fails to work? Question, okay, that's the what, what if. What is your method of power generation that is so foolproof it wouldn't fail? Probably just a, a Google box. A what? You haven't watched Rick and Morty? Uh, oh my not, god! I've just watched it, but I don't know enough to like know. Oh, the little battery box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did he call like a, a miniverse or something? Wait, like, the, yeah. the miniverse, but the little yeah. things that he was using to generate the power, he had the aliens step on the Google oh, boxes. Yeah. 
Sorry, I really it's like an that. ethical dilemma plaguing our nation. Each other, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that episode had Stephen Colbert as a cameo. Really, Stephen Colbert voiced the scientist guy that. Uh, oh, are you that, serious? That gets in the competition with Rick when they're trapped inside the microverse. Oh. That's a shame, too, because usually I'm pretty good at picking up voice actors yeah. and people I recognize, but I did not get that. Stephen I'll Colbert also, crazy thing I never realized so much later, mm-hmm. he voiced the president in Monsters vs. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Who gets up there and plays mm-hmm. Axel F on the piano. That's yeah. that's Stephen Colbert. Interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. That's one of the movies, like, my siblings and I just quote, like, we quoted it for years and years and years. And whenever we were talking about ice cream, it made me think about it, because there's this quote that the general says, he says, don't cry, little Debbie, it makes my knees hurt. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just like something my sister and I would quote to each other all the time going up if any of us got upset. It's like, oh, please don't cry, little W. It makes my knees hurt. <laughs> anyway. That was, that was, that movie, for being such a great parody of like the monster movie genre, it's weird that it was a kid's movie who wouldn't really get most of the references and stuff, you know? Like, no, and I enjoyed it as a kid. Yeah, as a kid, well, I loved it. I watched it as an adult 18 times. Yeah, better. I know. It's the same thing with Megamind, though. There's so True. many things you just it's, don't It's a parody on. of like all the old Superman movies and stuff Shrek, and old Batman movies. And, Shrek yeah. did it well. Yeah. The, the freaking police chase. Re- I didn't get the pepper cracking as a kid. <laughs> Re- rewatching. So I rewatched Shrek the other day. I saw most of it the other day. And it's like, there's a lot of stuff I miss as a kid. I'm like, oh, this is a reference to that. Like, yeah. The HR. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even have dental. <laughs> <laughs> It's just truly great. The masterpiece. Really good kids movies, you know, when, when, when you can watch it again later and enjoy it even more, mm-hmm. you know, which really the live action cat in the hat also. <laughs> yes. That was even better because it had so much adult humor better. in it. That, that movie is just, that movie, it's like Monty Python where it's so dense with jokes. Like there's a joke every second, you yes. know? Like, oh, you mean like a ride at Universal Studios? <laughs> single second is a joke and it's so good it's and so good like the one where it's like uh the little girl she's like may i have some rules and the mom's yeah. like no chewing tobacco. tobacco you have my word yeah it's so, <laughs> it's so good and that that girl's famous really who yeah. was it dakota fanning Elle oh fanning? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's one of the that's one of the fannings i think yes. right mm-hmm. like super famous now i want to say dakota but i don't know yeah and rest in peace to john travolta's wife too who paid uh who played the mom what oh yeah, Kelly Presley or something like that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah she died a year or two ago. You know, yeah. I didn't keep up with John Travolta after Pulp Fiction. <laughs> what do you think Mr. Hummerflub's up to now? He was ahead of his time. As soon as COVID happened, I was telling everyone that I knew that liked Cat and that. I was like, Mr. Hummerflub was ahead of his time. Look at him. He's, he's <laughs> The hand sanitizer's out there. He's doing it. <laughs> oh, man. So, I want to talk. So, have y'all ever been... Like we haven't been talking for the last hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to start a conversation. I'd like with to start. You guys. Conversation. Have you ever been in a talking elevator? <laughs> a what? A talking elevator. Like an elevator that talks. talks. Yeah. So like or like a in... smoking elevator where you can where you're, you're allowed, allowed to, to talk. talk. <laughs> <laughs> Ashtrays on the side, mirrors on the wall, velvet on the ceiling, kind of hazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's the smoking half of the elevator. If you want to go stand over there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The, you know the ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that like a specific thing? Because I've been in an so, elevator that has spoken. Yeah, so I went, in, when I was in Colombia, so it was in Spanish, but we were in an elevator in the apartment that we were staying at that audibly narrated everything it was doing. What? 
So it was like you'd get in and it'd say abrendo opening and the door as the door opened and then you get inside you press the button and it'd say subiendo like going up you know yeah yeah it's like cerrando the door's closing <laughs> like it narrated every single thing very thorough elevator to yeah the, like to like it's become an in joke in my family every time you get in an elevator we're like abrendo <laughs> walk in <laughs> floor one we're like caminando See, like, okay, walk i've been up. on elevators floor like two. that no I've like heard it, some it narrated of every single step that's crazy. like which is great for like accessibility but it was so funny like every time we'd walk in like we'd just repeat what it said back to us we'd add our own words to like yeah. walk be like hablando when we start talking to each other <laughs> in the elevator like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, like it, it would say subiendo. You know? Those are like the best family Bajando. inside jokes from like the ones you get on trips. I don't know, like yeah. you guys, like my family's got a bunch of just like random trips. Mm. Like there was one we were in Australia, and there was this bus driver, and I can't remember a single other thing he said, but he was talking about the Sydney Harbour Bridge, mm-hmm. and he just says, "Sydney Harbour Bridge, get ready, we're coming over you." <laughs> and it's just something that we've quoted since 2010. Uh, no, we don't have much of that. Most of the inside jokes with my family are my mom's mom has the most Your creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my mom's mom specifically because. Your maternal grandmother. Yeah, sure. He's trying to meet a word count. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, an absolute thousand minimum. Word I don't podcast, get paid yeah. if I don't meet a certain uh, quotum. So basically, she has the most creative expletives that I've ever heard, ever. Because she can't, she doesn't curse. I've heard her say one right. curse word probably in her entire life. So when she's losing it, Uno, and we're doing something like that, it's just crud in the fire. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, 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 it's crud in the fire. And then like. It's something about chunk of monkey or something like that. <laughs> just, just nonsensical because she doesn't curse, so she just says whatever comes to mind. Yeah. <laughs> My but, dad used to do that when we were kids, when he didn't want to like curse around us when we were little. So we had a lot of uh, like son of a biscuit eater at our house. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which like said in like a really really angry like fatherly tone. Yes. There's. It's like if you watch Gravity Falls, that time stands just like hot Belgian waffles. You're like. What's <laughs> <sighs> I like that from uh, Madagascar. He's like, "Oh, sugar honey iced tea." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I. I am. But in slow motion. Yes. Yeah. I am embarrassed at how long it took me to realize what the, he was saying because right. I watched the movie as a kid, never saw it for years and years, and then I was like, "Oh." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I mean, but we all know that the best scene in that movie, right, is when they set up like the whole like tiki bar on the beach. Right, uh, that that part was so cool to me as a kid. My favorite, Where, like the lion's trying to make his own shelter, and the zebra's got this whole like building <laughs> built already. Like I don't know, I thought that was so cool. Mine always was just like, this time we're in San Diego. Like this time I'm forty seven percent sure. It's like anywhere that you go, like the, the Melman, the giraffe was like always sure it was San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I've, with the penguins, to be honest, they are the funniest thing that that franchise oh, yeah. oh, has yeah. ever produced. <laughs> They're, they're hilarious. <laughs> um, to close out the podcast here, since we are nearing our, our time limit, mm-hmm. um, I've got the next several couple podcast names here. Oh, good. So I just want to run them by y'all to see what y'all think. And it's kind of a kind of like an appetizer for, for the listeners to know what the next couple podcasts might be about. Excellent, so, excellent. This one's going to be called Two Plus Earns Its Name, right? Yeah, because perfect. Two we Plus did is it. Earning Its Name. We did it. And actually, I came up with Joe. that title before I decided to invite both y'all. I was like, we need this to happen, so I'm going to like, we're going to get both in one podcast. So if it wasn't us, it would have been someone yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. So, 
another one. So these are like two. These have to be back to back. But we've got Andrew's big day out. You know, like I go on some adventure and then I get to talk about it on the podcast. It's to Montana to meet our viewer. Probably, I got to go on an adventure for that to happen. <laughs> but then following that one is going to be called Jacob Williams' day off. Oh, so like like Ferris Bueller's day off, where you get to talk about something you did, but locally. You know, so those are the two back to back episodes. Figure and after that, get back from Dallas. Yeah. After that, we've got. <laughs> did you not just save that story? That's exactly what yeah, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got, and now this one's a reference, a, little, a, a stage reference, but the next one's just going to be called Stella, you know, after Streetcar Named Desire. I have an ex named Stella. Oh, yeah. and maybe it'll be, maybe that's the tie in. Yes. Because um, I just really want an all caps Stella with an exclamation mark to be the name of the podcast. Um, and then after that, we're going to have this one's going to be called President Sabrina Carpenter. Which I can't wait to figure out how we're going to squeeze that into an episode. <laughs> a conversation I, about that. I have seen one show with her in it, and I can't remember what it was called for the life of me. She's been doing a lot of, like, uh, she's doing some, like, a tour hmm. performing. So it's been all over my TikTok. Because hmm. she does that thing at the end of Nonsense where she, like, does custom words for whatever city she's in. And those blow up for some reason. But um, I'm a fan of the music. It's good music. Take um, word for it. And after that, we're going to have Deep in the Heart of Texas, which might be the one where you talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to have to combine two podcast yeah. names. So that's just a little, the little lead-in for the uh, could be for your the day listeners. off Deep in the Heart of Texas. That's perfect. That's exactly what yeah, we're going to do. It could be, it could be a, a, a double feature episode. I'll be in Dallas for two months. You meds, I don't know if you consider that the Heart of Texas, but it's, it's pretty... I'm sure they do. Yeah. Houston's probably closer geographically to the heart, but, you know... No, nah, Austin's probably the closest. Well, too. no, it definitely it is the closest. Yeah. But but if you look at like the Houston so at IHH, the reason I say that is because Texas loves that song. But at the Houston Houston Hobby Airport, I think, or no, it's IHH. Um, they have a big metal letters that say "Deep in the Heart of Texas," <laughs> like in the middle, of like the concourse. Uh huh. So like they're they're claiming it too. Hey. So I was like, oh, this is a great you know, that's a good podcast title. We have to make it one. Perfect. So, mm-hmm. so any closing remarks? Any stories you want to say? Um, I just, you know, once again, got to thank our one Montanian viewer, uh, recurrent. You know, he watches every episode at least two or three times. Just a shout out, as usual. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should invite him to join the live studio audience. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. He'll be here next, uh, next uh, two months later. <laughs> once I get back from my excursion. So who's going to get to be Jacob Williams from now on? Mm. I feel like that was the part where you insert a bit where it's like, I'm Dirty Dan. No, I'm Jacob. <laughs> what are you calling? Who are you calling Maddie? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So, well, was like, I'm Jacob. Williams. Who are you calling Maddie? Maddie. <laughs> yeah, so I can't participate in this bit because I couldn't watch SpongeBob as a kid. <sighs> That's gonna. We're gonna have to unpack that next episode. Yes. That's a great lead-in. That's, That's a great lead-in. Exactly where we're gonna leave it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll we'll let you listen to us later. <laughs>